I hope you will like the little things I have sent you. You seem to be most interested in railways just now, so I am sending you mostly things of that sort. I send as much love as ever, in fact, more. We have both, the old polar bear and I, enjoyed having so many nice letters from you and your pets. If you think we have not read them, you are wrong. But if you find that not many of the things you asked for have come, and not perhaps quite as many as sometimes, remember that this Christmas all over the world there are a terrible number of poor and starving people. I, and also my green brother, have had to do some collecting of food and clothes, and toys too, for the children whose fathers and mothers and friends cannot give them anything, sometimes not even dinner. I know yours won't forget you. So, my dear, I hope you will be happy this Christmas and not quarrel, and will have some good games with your railway altogether. Don't forget old Father Christmas when you light your tree. Hey there, gang. I'm Danny J. And I'm Joel N. I am Trevor D. Joe Vasky. And together, we are not drunk at all. <laughs> Keep on talking. Hey, we're drunk. That's what we're called. Was the green brother the Grinch? I was <laughs> wondering who that is. Maybe uh, it's Krampus. Krampus? <laughs> right, that sounded Krampus. like it was a letter from Santa, right? Yeah, so that opening excerpt, that is uh, uh, one of the letters that uh, Tolkien wrote in the uh, what is now collected in the collective of letters from Father Christmas. So I think it's supposed to be like from Santa. Oh, sick. What a nice message from Santa. Yeah. yeah. But today, you guys, you might have uh, figured out by now, this is our holiday special. Sure is. You you bet your ass it Whoop, is, dude. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Yeah, whatever. I, 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 saw, <laughs> I saw some meme that somebody posted, but it was like, there's like a handful of holidays between like thanksgiving and new year like a bunch like way more than i even thought there was way more than a handful yeah. so like yeah if you're celebrating a holiday fucking happy that holiday you know, what I, know yeah what I, mean? I mean that's why they call this the holiday season like between basically halloween and even after new year's away it's just like back-to-back holidays actually they say that because it's a war on christmas joel that's oh is that what it is yeah. oh fuck yeah. me i'm <laughs> jesus christ i'm yeah. sorry christmas, they, jesus christmas christ be... is uh you know it's a. Uh, they're making it illegal next year. Did you hear that, Christmas? You know what? It's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one more legal thing for us all to take part in. Yeah, dude. Well, well uh, we're we... glad you're uh, here with us today for this holiday special. Yeah, today we got um, our longest standing friend of the show, Joseph Vasky, with us. Hey, buddy. Hey, I'm back again. He's back again. <laughs> And thrilled. <laughs> He's super happy about it, guys. <laughs> we we love Joe. That's just how he sounds. No, he's pumped. He, he's excited to do this. Trust me, yeah, guys. Yeah, that's just how I sound. He has uh, unwittingly <laughs> uh, agreed to essentially be our babysitter today as we drink and get sloppy yeah, in dude. front of the mics. I'm extra excited to be one of the kids. Yeah, this Trevor, year. yeah Trevor's Wee! drinking with us. He's not Wee! He's he's not the bus driver this year. He's, uh, he's drinking with us. Come on drinking. for the ride. He's drinking. That being said, I know it's already started. What are we drinking, boys? Oh, yeah. 
I got a pack of good old Modelo's for Sharon. Modelo, some cerveza. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's been, been kind of my current kick is just a good cerveza. Me too. I think, yeah, just in my old age, I just like a just a nice little lager to go down easy. In your, in yeah. Your old 30s. Yeah. <laughs> soon soon 30s. I, will, I will lay down from this world and... With a long sleep. Rest my weary head from this life. Uh, I have some <laughs> yeah, Ace Pineapple Cider. That took me off guard when you told me earlier. Now I was like, oh, nice. Uh, for a second, I thought you said pear, but then I realized you said pineapple. I was like, pineapple, that's not a cider. Yeah. But it, it actually it, but, it, but it actually is. It says it on the can. Pineapple <laughs> cider. It can't be lying. And uh, it tastes mostly like candy. Like it, when you think pineapple, you're like, oh, man, pineapple's got a pretty strong flavor. Right. This doesn't, and it's just perfect. Heck yeah. You did let me taste it. It was pretty good. I'm sipping on the ner- the world's number one bourbon whiskey is what it says on the bottle. It's, <laughs> it's Jim Beam. Uh, Jim Beam since ni- since nineteen since 1795. There you go. Isn't that what you drank last year? I drink uh, bourbon uh, all the time. No, was, but I mean like same brand. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Jim, Jim Beam. Black. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, oh so it was the black one. Oh, right. yeah. You I couldn't the spin, find the black one. this time. The black. The black label. They should call that black out. That's what they should call that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, I don't know how many of you <laughs> caught on last year. <laughs> For our last Christmas special, but it turns out last year when we did the Christmas special, me and Trevor were a little bit late getting oh, here. Oh, yeah. And Danny had been killing time pre-gaming while you waited for us, and uh, I think about halfway through the episode, things started going a little south for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, last year was teetering on the edge of disaster, so <laughs> if you thought it was a good good content, thank God. Thank God that you think it was good because holy shit, it was almost bad. I thought you did uh, did well as an artist. I I couldn't I couldn't tell that you were as drunk as you were. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. No, you didn't mm-hmm. pass out or fall out of your chair or anything. <laughs> right. <so>. No, dude. <laughs> no, I'm chill. You know what I mean. But I think we've got a good. Uh, we've all got a good layer. Go a good blanket right now. Yeah, you know. we're going. We're going good. I'm. Should Should we all take a sip of whatever we've been drinking? Oh yeah, Joe. What have you been drinking? Oh, I hopped on the Ace Pineapple train is it would you agree it's pretty good yeah no i love uh, ace is good too i really like their pear cider next year you guys need to get like a local brewery to sponsor 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 that'd be fun are there local brewers that make malt liquor (laughs) yeah we were having trouble finding like colt 45 you know you guys this is classist you cannot i don't know where what it's like and where you live but i cannot find 40s in the suburbs because i grew up in the city it was super easy to find 40s there were every liquor store because it's cheap and it's delicious right so i wanted to get that for today and it's like the right number of beers that you'd need for a sitting or or an evening you don't have to buy a whole case and have beers left over you just get a 40 two 40s that's seven dollars worth of liquor (laughs) and that's enough to just knock anybody out yeah 80 ounces of malt liquor you're good when we did our first holiday special, and I think our second, maybe it was our first few, we, we usually did 40s. Yeah, I drank two 40s during one of them. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, drink in the air, boys. Cheers. Hey. Cheers. Cheers. And everyone out there who's drinking with us. Bourbon, yeah. Bourbon. Have a drink with us, everyone. Or a smoke. Or a toke. Yeah, if that's more your speed, which normally, nine times out of ten, is more my speed. <laughs> oh, speaking of breweries, you... So our local breweries are also making that Delta 9. The THC mm. the seltzers. THC yeah, seltzers. Yeah, they've been pretty good, actually. Yeah, my friend in California told me that you can't buy THC seltzers in bars there. What? Uh, That's that interesting. Isn't that weird? kind of doesn't surprise me, I guess. I guess it doesn't surprise me, but like, it's funny that Minnesota is able to do it and we're not. 
Oh, yeah, I suppose. Point taken. Yeah. Shit, weren't we recording a podcast? We should probably do that. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, oh so. This is the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Joe, tell us what we <laughs> should do. <laughs> Conduct this train, please. Okay, so yeah, we had a bunch of listener uh, questions and um, responses, so thank you to everyone who submitted for that. Yeah, yeah. thank yeah, you. Me and, so much. Me, Danny, and Trevor had that channel blocked, so we couldn't see the yeah, questions. Yeah, we haven't seen... So any, if you posted in the, uh, the Holiday Questions Discord channel... We have not seen any of that stuff. We have blocked that long time ago. So I thought it was going to be so much harder to avoid it, and it wasn't. I just forgot at about all. It. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot yeah. completely yeah. that it Discord even existed. Just, Discord makes it like gray, and you just don't really see it anymore, and you never think about it till now. Until now. Until it all comes back. Where shall we start? So yeah, we had four categories. Um, I did do a little editing on some of it, so if things are a little different than what you posted, that's that's why. So the one of them is Tolkien always wins, right? Uh, where Fun. you'd give us, you gave us uh, Tolkien characters versus non-Tolkien characters, and the guys are going to tell us why the Tolkien characters will win. Tolkien always wins. <laughs> we had uh, personal questions, so we're going to do those. We had some Tolkien lore questions that we're going to do. Fucking awesome. And then we're also, I think this is the first time you guys have done this, but you gave us some whose line is it anyways uh, prompts. (laughs) So you gave us uh, some characters and settings and scenarios. So I kind of put those together. Did I did do some editing depending on things for just the format's sake. But Joe is the Drew Carey tonight. If you watched that show, he's going to be Drew Carey in it tonight. Didn't we translate that into Elvish? We did, but I don't remember what it was. Damn, no, not at all. <laughs> Drop the ball. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is the first time we're gonna do the whose line is it anyway bit. And for those of you who don't know, that's basically I don't want to call it a game show because nobody really wins anything. No, it's improv. It's improv comedy. It's improv it's, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Kind of set up like a game show, but there's no points or the points don't matter. That's what it is. Yeah, right, that's what yeah, it is. The points don't the matter. Points don't matter. And, and the thing is that guys, what's really funny about this is like everything's it, made up and the points don't matter. That's what it is. Yeah, everything's made up and the points don't matter. This could be an absolute utter disaster, <laughs> or it could be comedic gold, or, or it could be comedy gold. And I don't know, honestly, legit, which way to lean right now. <laughs> which I'm leaning on, because when we when I said we were going to do improv, I was very nervous because I've never done that before. I always script things and pretty heavily script things when we do comedy on the show, so it's it's going to be fun. Well, there's, an, there's an art to improv too. It's oh yeah, not, uh, I've, not easy. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I have that talent, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. So I, I figured we'd save that for the end. So I was Heck. I was going to start with the Tolkien always wins. Hell yeah. Let's do nice. that. So no real order. I just kind of grabbed what I grabbed. So first versus from Luminity, Gandalf versus Dumbledore. Oh, really? Who well, should that's... we start with? Who should we start with? Who who do we want to? You pick, Joe. Who do we want to answer this question? Oh, I don't. Should you, we all just shout out this, our answers uh, at once? We we could just go around giving our own. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, do it. Let's just do that. Round table of gentlemen, let's do it. All right, what you go first, Danny? I think obviously Gandalf wins, and I I don't even Dumbledore. He, he's he stands no chance, right, you guys? Come on. <laughs> I mean, first of all. Harry Potter's It was Dumbledore, not Harry Potter. I know, but like the <laughs> the book, right? Is, this is mean, but is <laughs> I there's there's no way. I just think that Dumbledore loses. Especially because like he 
does he even, is he even using the elder wand when we when we talk about this fight? I think I think we have to assume that our opponents are at full strength. At fullest full of strength. strength. Oh mm-hmm. lord. It was basically Dumbledore versus a demigod, right? Like Yeah, no. I mean so the thing about here's the thing about the Meyer is they're under this uh one of the things about their contract, as it were, is that they're not allowed to use their full strength, right? Oh really? Right, yeah, they can't they can't fully expose their full Maiar power in in the in the uh, view of the children of Ilavatar, right? Well, Dumbledore is not a he's child a, of Ilavatar. He's a Muggle, or no, he's not a Muggle. He's a Muggle. Oh, 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 oh wow. shit! No, no, he's not a Muggle. Oh, dude, what boy. the fuck? Harry Potter. Okay, <laughs> nobody's You're told, clearly nobody's not an me. expert on Harry Potter. <laughs> I've read the I've read the Harry Potter thing a few times. All right, but it's been a while. I did, nobody told me we we're going to be talking about Harry Potter today, and it threw me for a loop, Joe. Okay, Joel, what do you I, agree? I would have to agree. My reasoning is that doesn't Dumbledore fall to his death? Does he fall to his death? No, he's killed by uh, Snape. Right? Oh yeah, yeah doesn't Snape. he? Doesn't he get like a follow Kadabra and then he falls? Spoilers, by the way. Oh. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> Snape kills Dumbledore, dude. Well, the thing is, I don't know. It's like in Harry Potter, there's just a spell that just straight kills you. I always thought that was like kind of anticlimactic. A little OP. That's what I'm saying, right? It's a little OP, Trevor. So I don't know. Could you see Dumbledore doing that spell on Never. Gandalf? Never. Right. It's an unforgivable, what do they call it, the unforgivable curse, right? Well, also, aside from that, uh, I would just say Gandalf wins because uh, Gandalf can die and he gets reincarnated. Dumbledore doesn't get reincarnated. Damn it, Joel, so. you took my, my oh. strategy. Oh, got oh, you, fine. I got you. Because I was going to say that, yeah, okay, all right, Gandalf the Grey versus Dumbledore, maybe Dumbledore comes out on top. But as soon as, you know, Gandalf's going to come back as the white, and he's just gonna wreck his shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He gets a an extra life no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, he could have even more. We don't know. Maybe Gandalf has unlimited lives. He'll just come back as other shades. Other shades. That'd be so funny. <laughs> I am Gandalf the Puce. Yeah. <laughs> Getting real down the color wheel. <laughs> yeah, just Okay. So following that up, Flannel Bear, Frodo versus Harry Potter. <laughs> Trevor, do we want to start with you? Frodo versus Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, Trevor. I mean, I guess... <laughs> I feel like... All right, so Frodo's a hobbit. He's yep, small. Yep, all right. He yep. has. He probably has the one ring. I'm going to assume that's full power Frodo with the one ring sure. sting in hand. He just cloaks himself and then stabs Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No problem. That Harry could... Potter does have an invisibility cloak as well, though. Oh, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, but see, here's the thing: when Frodo's wearing the One Ring, he sees into the you know the the, the shadow realm. Basically, I'm sure he could see. Okay, I'm just gonna say that Harry Potter's a boy. He's just a young boy. I mean, at the oldest, what does that have to do? <laughs> because Frodo's like 50 years old at the time of the War of the Ring. Does you know that make saying? him like less nimble? Is that wisdom before no, beauty he's, shit? He's in his physical prime. Okay. Whereas, okay. Whereas okay. Harry Potter is a young boy. <laughs> Can you stop referring to Harry Potter as a young boy. He's a, he's a young. He's a young lad. A young boy. He's, and, he's just. He's just a small chap. Yeah, and I. And one of them's got a sword. I think he just stabs him in the face, and then it's over. That's what I think. Um, I am actually gonna go with uh, Harry Potter this time because he. No, got- no, no, no. This is Tolkien always wins. No, you have to. What? Tolkien always wins, Joel. Is so. Wait, hold on. 
we need to define the stipulations of this whole We're section. arguing why Tolkien characters so we, beat the other so ones. So we have to take the Tolkien wins point of view. Yeah. yeah. Coming okay. up with a way that the Tolkien okay. character wins. Okay, okay, okay. All right. He's that, got it. Yeah, Frodo. Let's say Frodo goes invisible with the ring and stabs him. Because even if he's invisible, yeah, I think Frodo would be able to see him in the Shadow Realm. The Spirit Realm. The Wraith Dimension or whatever the fuck it's called. I forget. Moving on. Next question is from Ardent Viper. The Eagles from Lord of the Rings versus F-16 Fighting Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I guess we can start with Joel this time. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking like fighter jets or falcons with F-16 parts? No, it's, I- it's like a military fighter jet right right like okay a, like okay. a multi-million dollar <laughs> okay okay um, weapon of war sure <laughs> gotcha well um the uh eagles <laughs> are uh the uh servants of manway who uh controls uh the uh uh skies sure does <laughs> <laughs> so uh i feel as if they were to exist in the same, you know, realm of existence as, uh, say, these uh, uh, fighter jets. I think uh, Manway would outfit them with the ability to evade, uh, you know, uh, like their not their sonar, but their uh, Ra- radar. The radar. Yeah, the radar. So the other dar. <laughs> I feel like he would allow the eagles to be invisible to radar and detection, and therefore their superior maneuvering in the sky would give them an advantage. Granted, I don't think they can fly as fast as a jet, but okay. So here's why the eagles win. You, there's okay. First of all, there's just way more of them than there are F-16s, right? <laughs> we don't okay. know that for sure. I'm pretty sure the F-16s are absurdly expensive. I don't think, <laughs> but they're at full power. But anyway, I'm just assuming <laughs> that there's more eagles than there are F-16s. Okay, <laughs> I suppose just, like, F- fly into the window. F-16s can't sexually reproduce on wings. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They don't come from eggs and shit. You know what I mean? So here's the thing. Also, the birds, they do one thing that F-16s don't do. And what's that? Poop? Exactly, Joel. (laughs) See, this is why we've been friends for so long. Birds poop, right? (laughs) Yes. And all you got to do is go in front of the thing, like wait for it to like lock onto you. (laughs) And then you just poo-poo, right? Like just super hard. The poop goes into the jet engine. (laughs) Multi-million dollar piece of equipment plummets to the ground. Over the simple thing that an eagle poops like a regular bird. Are you sure that the the poo wouldn't just lubricate the engine further? No, Trevor, if you pooped into a jet engine, (laughs) if you, like, a bird that's fucking huge just just full-on took a dump into a fucking, the intake of a jet engine, (laughs) it's not going well, my friend. (laughs) Okay, probably. It's not going well. See, okay, I'm going to go off of yours, but without the poo, I will also argue that the eagles outnumber the F-16s, but as opposed to pooing, uh, I think they just fly straight into the engines. Oh, <laughs> like kamikaze? kamikaze and, yeah, and okay. Because okay. if, the, if they, regardless if they outnumber, yeah, just boom. The needs of the midi outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah. And then yep. they just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into the engines. I see that. Yeah. I see them doing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you poo when you die, so maybe it's a double whammy. It's a double whammy. <laughs> yes, I'm saying. All right. So next one is from Nick. A semi-large group of orcs. I don't know what semi-large is. That like a couple hundred, or you can I, define I, it based on our enemy. Yeah, okay. how about that? We'll it's, say we'll leave it up to you. We'll say a hundred orcs 
versus a man in a car. A man? What kind of car is it? <laughs> it it's, you know, I mean, I guess if you want to say full strength, what, like a Hummer or something? Yeah, okay. <laughs> a Hummer. Yeah. Like a boss. There we go. Okay, I like that stipulation better. A man in a Hummer. <laughs> I think the... Oh, wait. Oh, that's right. We have to argue in defense of the Tolkien characters, right? Can I? Can I start? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so being that the orcs are very industrious people, I think that... Uh, that, that, that there would be a few of them distracting the car, and the other ones would observe the parts and build their own car, and then they would have battle cars. Like a Mad Max. Like a Mad, <laughs> like a Mad Max okay. orc car. And they Mad would, Max? Ex- yeah. yeah, except the orcs would, you know, build guns and shit or something on top of their vehicles. It'd be like twisted metal. I don't know. So here's the thing. I know who the person who helped to make the Hummer popular in America was one of my favorite actors. Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) I'm sorry, who was that? Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) You're all familiar with him. (laughs) (laughs) I actually did not know that he made the the hum. hum. He he helped. He was one of the first like to have like a civilian model, right? Okay. So anyway, so I just imagine some Arnold Schwarzenegger driving against these orcs, and I think he takes them all out. I think he just fucking does donuts around these orcs. Just. I mean, a hundred orcs really isn't that many orcs, right? Like, Tolkien always wins. Tolkien yeah, you're, always wins. You gotta argue for the orcs, though. Oh, that the orcs have to win. Yes, yeah. Tolkien yeah. always wins. Okay, well, the orcs, uh, the, uh, there's enough of their body parts <laughs> <laughs> to uh, clog up the Hummer's engineering. <laughs> it eventually just stops because there's too many bones in the engine. That. Thank you. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. The ear intake gets clogged with pieces of bones and other viscera, and eventually the orcs win, and they kill Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> okay. oh, wait, there's no stipulation that it was Arnold Schwarzenegger in the tr- in the I, Hummer. I need this, all right? <laughs> I need this. Did, did you weigh in, Joel? Oh, God. How would the orcs beat a Hummer? I feel um, like we all have to have different answers. It's well, I mean, Hummers also only have other. rubber tires, and they have a lot of iron weapons. So I think you could flat tire the Hummer pretty, pretty easily. Oh, that's a good call. And then also, yeah, they're just fodder, right? So just in in numbers, they could probably flip it. I suppose, yeah. Oh yeah, if they just like if they just like wall up and the Hummer tries wall to up run and into it tries them. to run into them, they just drive over some of them, get beached <laughs> on a bunch of dead orc bodies, and the get other beached? ones could come. <laughs> The other ones just come up and rock it over, and then, you know, the Hummers, Hummers, as soon as it's on its back, it's kind of fucked. They just do, like, phalanx tactics, right? They all line up with shields, and yeah, I could see that. Okay. All right. Uh, This next one's from Mark. He says, Sauron defeated Finrod in a sing-song battle. I think Prince would defeat him, but we're playing Tolkien Always Wins, so why would Sauron defeat a local Minnesota boy, Prince? (laughs) Ooh. Well, that's hard to say. Because I want to say Sauron would beat him with magic, but I mean, Prince is also pretty magical himself. I don't think this, I don't think Mark understands how, how, <laughs> how hard to, uh, close to home this hits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go first again if you guys want me to. Go for it. Well, you're from Iowa. Of course you're going to talk shit about Prince. <laughs> what? what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> I sang the song with you in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You did sing Prince on the show with me. That's right. Okay, so if uh, I don't, I don't know what a full power Prince would look like, but I imagine that Sauron would probably. We'll say he is in the days of of the early days of having the rings forged, and he okay. probably he'll trick Prince into wearing more than one of the rings, and he'll dominate his will. 
There you go. Mm. And so and so then he makes him sing really badly and wins the battle that way. So he makes him sing badly? Yeah, he dominates. He dominates it. I would say that he uses his Sauron uses his practice of necromancy to increase the power of his song more than Prince could because Prince isn't evil and doesn't practice necromancy. <laughs> he isn't evil. <laughs> He's Prince. good. Yeah. He's that's, pure good. That's true. That's probably true. Well, <laughs> Was that, did everyone go for the it, it could, he could win by accident if you want to make it, it more how about this nobody wins no you know, Tolkien no, always no, wins no no, no 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 this is what I'm saying uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know <laughs> how do you I mean Prince is a human being right yeah Right. So I'm just gonna be practical about it S- Sauron just hits him with his mace okay yeah, and then right. Prince dies. Fair. You could do the hand, tragically, the, the, the burning hand to the face thing. Yeah, like Gilgalad just burns his fucking face off. It, it does specifically say sing song battle. Mm, okay. Sauron can obviously sing louder, right? Could he sing to the point does, where he weaponizes his music? I mean, if he practices necromancy, he probably. Well, hold on. In Tolkien, they cast spells with their voices, so I feel like yeah. he would totally obliterate him. Yeah, I think he just, like, Prince's, like, his literal fleshy body cannot stand against. <laughs> Sauron's mighty fucking, um, you know, sound waves. That's what I'm saying, dude. I think we also can take into account that we don't have a time limit on this battle. So, like, Sauron being an immortal could just wait Prince out for his his timely death. Because Prince has been known to play for, like, four hours straight. But, I mean, that's only four hours. You know what I mean? Sauron's been alive for thousands of years. Right. Like, it's no no, No, no no thing to him, you know? (laughs) I wonder how long Sauron's sets are. When he plays. When he makes all the orcs gather around and yeah. listen to him. <laughs> anyway, you, here's you. Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, we have a double a team-up from Park Ranger of Ithilien. So, Kierden, the, the shipwright, and Elendil. And, oh, this is specifically on navigating slash naval warfare. Okay. Kierden, okay. the shipwright, and Elendil. Okay. Versus Captain Jack Aubrey from Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World. <laughs> and Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Two Captain Jacks. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say, Captain Jack Sparrow, I don't get it. I don't get why everyone likes Captain Jack Sparrow. I don't like those movies that much, Joe. Do you like those? You like the first one, don't you? The first you? one's but a classic. Dead Man's Chest is great, too. No, it's not. Davy it's Jones, not. Bill Nighy is Davy Jones. Oh, the no. effects still hold up. It's we, a bad <laughs> film. It's a bad film. This is not what the podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say, I mean, Captain Jack Sparrow is also just kind of a drunk pirate. And uh, the the other one is also just a regular ass human, whereas Arendil flies in a magic flying boat with a silmaril on his brow. And Kirdan the shipwright has been around longer than any elf alive. What? So uh, th- I just think both of their sailing experiences are just going to be way better. Well, also like so, Jack Sparrow he captains the Black Pearl, right? Right, which is kind of like a rundown piece of crap ship, right? Well, hold it's on, the fastest, it's the it? fastest ship in it's, the sea. It's fast, but it's like barely put together. Right? But it doesn't it's fly. A, it's a ghost ship, and that's what I'm saying. The other ships, Alendil and fucking uh, Kirdan, that they're going to be top of the line ships. They're not going to be some crappy ghost ship. So even if Jack Sparrow's ship was faster than say like Kirdan's ship, 
Aaron Eagle ship flies. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, and he's got the Silmaril, you know, to do the red, the, to, to to do the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer thing helps him see through storms and fog. Mm. And oh, shit. could he blind their ships with it? Maybe, too? maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I feel honestly, I gotta, I gotta say that they win because they can fight a two front war on sea and in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's a saying. it's a rare yeah. advantage. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Unanimous. <laughs> so it feels like we might be wrapping this up, but maybe one more. Okay. Uh, this is also from Nick. Uh, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. And Caligon? Yes, yeah, you got it. Nice. it. And Caligon yeah, yeah. the Black versus Godzilla. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's a rough one because I'm sure Nick knows that uh I love Godzilla. Yeah. I mean we're actually going to see Godzilla tomorrow. Yeah, we're actually gonna go see the new <laughs> Godzilla to God- Godzilla minus one. Guys, yeah. this is tough because Godzilla is like radioactive as fuck. Right. Well, I mean, and Caligon also has dragon breath, and dragon fire is supposed to be like the hottest fire that exists in Middle Earth. Yeah. So you got like the hottest fire that exists versus his atomic breath. And then Encalagon can fly. I just think he's got it on wings alone, right? Right. He's got to be at least the same size as Godzilla. Yeah. You think? I don't know, man. I mean, he broke three mountain peaks when he fell oh, to actually, his death. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So he's got to be at least the same size. And if they're the same size and one can fly. I just, yeah, I got to give it to the wings, man. Yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like Encalagon would be bigger, personally. Personally, I think he would be. I guess like, it depends on which interpretation of Godzilla, because if you go by, like, Godzilla Earth, where Godzilla is literally, like, Titan-sized, like, his head is in, like, the lower atmosphere when he walks oh, around. Okay. Like, All right, yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That would be full-power <laughs> yeah, Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do we are just wings alone? So he just wins because he can I fly. I say so. Yeah, like I don't know. I mean, because well, I mean, like God- he can stay out of range of Godzilla's atomic breath, right? I mean, Godzilla that doesn't go on forever. Godzilla beat Ghidorah, and Ghidorah has wings. Not but uh, I think That's I, not the point. I think in Ka- I think in Caligon is bigger than Ghidorah. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, Ghidorah, like the way its body like design, <laughs> oh. it should be able to fly, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. like Joel's idea of Balrogs, like it's vestigial. <laughs> it should have vestigial <laughs> wings. Yeah, like. guys, we're missing the biggest reason why he would win. Hmm. Why the fucking dragon spell? Oh, oh yeah. there you go. Godzilla has no defense against. There you go. Magic. He's a <laughs> weak-minded beast. Yeah, he is a weak-minded beast. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up, Trevor. That's a solid point. Yeah, I think that's the most key factor there. Yeah, in that victory. Dragon spell. Dragon spell wins it. It just like it paralyzes chew. him and then just chews him up. Easy yeah. peasy. That's what I'm saying. I dig that. Well done. Fun. Yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for all the. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. That that was a fun one. I, I did enjoy that one. Even though we were forced to defend the Tolkien characters, even <laughs> when they probably wouldn't. That was kind of a fun twist. <laughs> All right. So I think next topic, Tolkien questions. Tolkien questions? I'll crack another beer to that. All right. So first question is from Ardent Viper. When it talks about the oath of Feanor compelling his sons, how do you think this was done? Clearly, Maglor and Maedros you got it. were hesitant and tried to resist or find ways around it a few times. How do you think it manifested? That's a good question. I think it manifested mainly in just the knowledge that they know that an oath will follow them till their death. Right. I think it was, I don't know that there was, like, I, 
I, I don't think there was any kind of like magical influence on their decision making. I think it was just they knew that if they didn't fulfill the thing that they made the oath to do, that bad shit would happen to them. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, just because of my personal daddy issues, that I think it was just a, they had a shitty father and it fucking blackmailed them into doing something <laughs> that they shouldn't do. He did double down on his deathbed. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's all their their dad. He's a dick. Like that's. It goes back to their father being an asshole. I suppose if he wouldn't have started, they wouldn't have, quote-unquote, jumped to his side and raised their swords. Right. I mean, but, okay, if they, could they have broken their oath, do you think? I mean, could they have? Yes. Would it have been good for them? No. No. (laughs) But, like, what (laughs) they did... There would have been consequences is what I think. But they had consequences regardless, right? So, I mean, that's not a question, right? Like, they, how do we think it manifested? I mean, I feel like it's, yeah, deep down, they just decided that it couldn't be changed. Their fate was sealed. Technically, there was a way to fulfill their oath without being evil, right? Well, yeah. What if they bartered for they the, have taken their rules? time. It's kind of like how if your speech is high enough, you can just talk your way out of things and fall out. You know what I mean? I personally... Like risen them up? Is that yeah, what you you're talking about? Yeah, you just them up. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer saves coming, to be honest. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so we have another question here from Ardent Viper. Nick? Why do you think only Girthang of all the weapons in Tolkien was sentient? Hmm. Pure hatred, honestly. You think on the part of Ale? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So I always imagined that since Gurthang was sentient, that it's a matching sister sword that uh, what's-his-name carried. <laughs> do you think... <laughs> Angriel? Angriel. Do, uh, do I think, think Angriel also had at least the potential to be another sentient do sword. You, do you think Angriel had a, a more um, <laughs> a more polite disposition? Like they were, they had different personalities. <laughs> Maybe. Like Anglicale was kind of a douchebag, like a morose, just like <sighs> kind of person. And then the other one was just more outgoing. Like, <laughs> I mean, if it had to be with Maglin the whole time, or not Maglin. Wait, yeah, Maglin, right? Yeah. It if probably, it had to be with Maglin, it, it would have to be optimistic. Yeah. It would have to have some level yeah. of optimism, or it would have broken itself. It's so sad we don't know about Angriel. I know. So sad. I assume that's the sword Maglin would have used. But. Yeah, in the fall of Gondolin, right? He, it's it's down in the in the pit with him. I I have a th- potential theory. What's right. that? That right. holds some water. Um, could it be argued that the One Ring is sentient? I would say as much as Angriel, or as much as Gorthang was. Yeah, I mean, it definitely it it makes choices and stuff. Okay, so the One Ring has a bunch of. Uh, Sauron's Feia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who was it? Was it an elf, or who made elf? An elf made Girthang. Uh, so, is could it be said that that person had thrown in their Feia in enough to make it sentient? That's what I'm saying. I think he just used his pure hatred to make it. Yeah, but that's an emotion. Yeah, but I, I think mean, maybe it's, perhaps it's, it's energy, Trevor. It's per, energy. Yeah, maybe you could try to make the argument that perhaps through that having that much hatred in him while he was making it, mm-hmm. maybe that was the way for him to transfer his fey into the sword yeah i think that would hold water in an argument yeah 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 hmm. pure hatred okay. pure hatred yeah he did it because only you only a douchebag has that power oh but was the question <laughs> was the question why do we think it might be the only one why do you think girthang of all the weapons in tolkien was sentient Oh, okay, yep. Just because Yeah, because the Smith was the biggest douchebag. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and his anger was like so strong and and tangible that it it, it manifested in the sentient sentience of his swords. Do you think it had anything to do with the fact that it is also the only sword made of 
what's the black material? Yeah. Obsidian? Uh, uh, Not obsidian. Galvorn. Galvorn. Yeah. yeah. Maybe Galvorn first has a unique ability to absorb an elf's fea or something. Check this out, Joel. What about this? The meteor that fell from the earth that they made the meteoric iron from? Mm-hmm. What if it's a Maiar in the form of a meteor and they use the iron to create a weapon and that's the sentience of the Maiar in the blades? So you're saying the blade is a Maiar? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Okay. So I'll, I'll let you have that. I don't know. I'm just making shit up. I don't know. That sounds fun, though, doesn't it? See, because then you could also make many more weapons, and maybe they're all just part of one hive mind. That's what I'm saying, uh, Trevor. See, Trevor's picking up what I'm laying down. They're so all if part you brought, of one sing, single Maiar. <laughs> so if you brought all the weapons that were made out of it together, could you make like a Megazord, and it would yes. be like a single... 100% <laughs> you could. <laughs> 100%. All things made of Galvorn turn into one Megazord that can be summoned only by Aeol in the end. Like a Power Ranger? Yes, like that Megazord in the Power yeah, Rangers. Literally, yeah. all I can think of is like the throne in Game of Thrones, and it's just a bunch of these swords making it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, maybe that person who sits in that seat is all powerful. Maybe. You never know, dude. I guess you never know. I guess you never know. <laughs> okay. I liked I liked those answers. Thank you. Some good theories. So this is from Nick. Do you include the Tolkien events not officially in the canonical events, e.g. Dagor Dagoroth, Dagorath, mm-hmm. in your head versions of the Legendarium? Well, Dagor Dagorath is a, is a, a specific example that it's hard to know if it's canon or not. Because remember, we covered that, and it's Christopher said that he omitted it. But yet he refers to it three times in the text, remember? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you omit it and then refer to it three times in canon? Well, I think the question is asking not whether or not it's canon, but whether or not it's your own, like, head canon. I'm just saying yeah. that that specific example, I think you could even argue, you can't even argue that it's not canon. Oh, okay, so that's not, a, that's not a good example. Well, no, because he's... I'm just saying, saying that, that particular example. He's right. saying that it's yeah. not officially in canon, but do you... Consider, consider it canon in your head can in like oh one hundred percent yeah okay yeah. same yeah no, I have I, a head canon yeah I definitely, definitely. have uh, in my head canon I definitely include the Dagor Dagorath yeah that's one hundred percent a lot of the like additional details to like the fall of Gondolin and stuff the the Iron Dragons the Iron Dragons throw those fuckers in there why uh, not also the unfinished tales where you get Tuor and the Rainbow Cleft and stuff like that that's fun like, that's part of my yeah. head canon why not. I, I kind of finding uh, the gate of the Naldor, and I would think of it at least in my head as more of like um, like a multiple universes kind of thing or alternate dimension kind of. So like, all right, so you've got all the things you know happen, and then the stuff that's not necessarily canon but is still written by Tolkien and still very well fleshed out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just alternate timeline kind of stuff. Yeah, I could see that, like a like a like an offshoot timeline. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's a spinoff. A multiverse. So, <laughs> Tol- or Tolkien. Trevor subscribes to the Tolkien multiverse, is what I'm hearing. Kind of sounds like it, yeah. I, I think you could make reasonable arguments for it, sure. I mean, I guess since he had multiple versions of his stories, I guess that would be a good uh, basis for that argument. Yeah, I suppose, dude. Trevor's way smarter than anyone on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> He's like, I am not going to say no to that. <laughs> you should have saw the look on his face when I said that. He's just like, what? 
Unexpected compliment. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. So this we have another question from Nick. Who would you cast as each Valar if you were making a Silmarillion film slash films? And then Mark added the stipulation of who would Danny DeVito play? Owlay. Danny DeVito is definitely Owlay. Yeah, yeah, I would agree 100%. Yeah. And then I just started swinging these hammers. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah Danny DeVito is definitely Owlay, for sure. Uh, I don't know why I thought of Kurt Russell as Manway. Yeah, I could definitely see Kurt Russell's Manway. Fuck yeah. How many, how many do we have to name? Seven, right? <laughs> All 15 of them. Oh, that's right. All right, start listing names. I don't know them all. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you cast as Melkor? Who would I cast as Melkor? Oh, um, we, uh, at one point, we had discussed... Um, did we talk about Vin Diesel? <laughs> Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel wants to... I heard that somewhere, that Vin Diesel really wants to play Melkor. Hmm. Wait, really? You heard that somewhere? Yeah. He's, he's a huge Tolkien fan. I, I didn't know that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just really drunk and I'm like making things up off this the top your of my brain, goddamn brain. Your brain is like making fake memories yeah, for you right I'm just now. Like, yeah, that's where I'm at. But no, I um I thought that I heard that somewhere. Who's the Who's the guy that played uh, Boromir? Bor- Sean, Sean Beam. Okay, he has to fit in here somewhere. I feel like there's got to be. Sean Bean played uh, Zeus in that terrible uh, Percy Jackson movie. He played Zeus? Oh, my God. Joe, did you ever see the Percy Jackson film? Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, my God. That movie's such a piece of trash. <laughs> well, oh, my God. He already has got experience then. Yeah, he's... Yeah. I say he plays Orome, dude. Who plays... Who plays... Uh, <laughs> do we should get to play uh, Atulkas? Who? John Cena. That would be great. <laughs> do, 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 do. I was trying to think of that, like who would be a fun brawler? <laughs> yeah, John Cena. Yeah, why not? You, I mean, I think that films need to start casting wrestlers more often, like they did in the nineties. Dude, wrestlers turn out to be some of the most fun actors out I there. Agree. I mean, that's where The Rock started out, right? Mm-hmm. Right, The Rock. Oh, The Rock would make a good Owlay, I think. Oh, that'd be cool. You might the as Rock well. With a beard. Um, you but guys we, might as well put Dave Batista in somewhere. <laughs> but we already have an Owlay, Joel. We can't Ooh. have two Owlays. Wait, who did we cast as Owlay? Danny DeVito. Danny yeah, DeVito. Yeah, he had to be. That was part of the stipulation of the question. Is that he oh, that's right. Someone. Danny DeVito had to be somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, I I still think that fits. <laughs> if he had to be anybody, yeah. Who would yeah. be Mandos? Mandos. Hmm. What exactly is Mandos known for? Mandos, he's, mo- he's kind of like the Hades. He's like the Hades. He's the spirit god. Uh, he's the... When the elves uh, die, their spirits go to the halls of Mandos He looks to over for... the dead and shit. Yeah. Oh. Can we cast Will Smith? Will Smith? <laughs> Will Smith is Mandos? I think he's like falling out of favor, right? I we mean, could, he'd probably do it. We could probably get him for pretty... <laughs> <laughs> probably, we could we probably could, get him to come on our podcast and we, endorse we this. We could probably get him for pretty cheap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. Okay. You, you probably for, are going to have to put... For economic reasons, we, we do. <laughs> Will Smith. You're probably going to have to put Jaden in then, too. Oh, God, oh, you're right. Okay. Deal breaker. <laughs> Deal breaker. Unless it's a two for one, I mean. Who did we cast Will Smith as? Mandos. Mandos. <laughs> What's Mandos' brother's name? Like Irmo? We could cast Jaden as Irmo. Yeah. Why not? There we Why go. Why not? Sure. Sure. Because he never does anything. Sure. Oh, you looked at me like. <laughs> what does, you what does that mean? <laughs> you insulted Irmo. Yeah, he's lazy. <laughs> okay. Any other? Are there any other major characters? 
There, there are, but I'm, I'm just uh, a little too drunky, skunky there's, right there's now. There's too it's many. Too, yeah, <laughs> we. I think you guys went in pretty, pretty good on what. I, I don't know. If the we, films... we covered at least three of them, and I think, I think that's about as far as we're. Gonna <laughs> <go>. <laughs> that's that's one each. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I was trying to think of a way to include Steve Buscemi, but I just, I, I lost it. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Did we cast Orome? He looks like he's been in the woods for for a while. <laughs> he's crazy. Orome went mad out in the woods by himself all the time, and he became Steve Buscemi. He's just constantly talking to himself just out in the woods. Okay. I don't know if... I would be interested to see if Amazon funded that with those actors. Oh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> Amazon can pay for it. They can get whoever we want. Okay, so this another question from Arden Viper. The fox in the beginning of Fellowship of the Ring has an inner dialogue that we don't really see from any other animals. Why do you think that is? Foxes are sentient. I think, no, I think the answer is that, like, pretty much all animals are sentient. I suppose, yeah. We just tapped into his his narrative for a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A one-time perspective change. Yeah. I do feel like in Tolkien, even a lot of wild animals are, in their own way, kind of sentient. Yeah, dude. I think so. More so than in the real world. I mean, shit, if yeah. trees can be sentient, why not? Yeah, true. So he only, you he only gives us a glimpse that one time, basically, is what you're saying? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think every every animal basically has that kind of. Well, there are other instances of like birds speaking, like in the Hobbit, the sure, thrush the, speaks. The thrush, the... yeah, one hundred percent. And the ravens, and the ravens, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All animals are sentient. That's what I'm saying. I think they they have a different type of like wolves. Uh, wolves are sentient sure. in the Hobbit. Yeah, I think the bats are implied to be sentient in sure. the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. A lot of self awareness in this world. That's what I'm saying. I think animals have a di- have different faculties in Tolkien than they do in our world. Imagining being like a self-aware snail. Self-aware fucking, snail. That would suck so bad. Uh, yeah, I would think I was disgusting by the slime <laughs> that I left everywhere. <laughs> fucking gross. We also just can't really get out of the way for anything else going on. You're just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. You guys remember that theory that we had about the one ring maybe attaching to a fish while it was in that lake? Oh yeah, yeah. right, right. I wonder what uh, what so that, many fish are what just that fish? Yes, yeah, a lot what of fish that need therapy. Like, yeah, <laughs> so many fish seem to be caught up in the uh, War of the Ring tragedy. Yeah. You know. Okay, so I I also have a question for you guys, just because I love the ocean. Okay. okay, what would if you put plopped James Cameron in his sub? In Middle Earth, sure. what what is he gonna find going down into the oceans of Middle Earth? What what age? Well, I think I'm incredibly qualified to answer this question <laughs> because I watched <laughs> James Cameron's Deep Sea Adventures on YouTube. Okay, and it's only like an hour and forty minutes long. And uh, yeah, that guy's been to the Challenger Deep. I don't know if you noticed that. Does, do you guys know that? He's been to the deepest point on Earth. Wow, what a hero. Yeah, the, Mariana, the Mariana Trench? Yeah. That's pretty. He was the one that designed the super deep sub, right? Just yeah, so he could I'm do that. Hand in it, yeah. Watch James Cameron's Deep Sea Adventure on YouTube. Dude, watch James Cameron interview after that that sub imploded recently. Bro, he, yeah. That is like. It's like such a flex. <laughs> like he yeah. did. James Cameron's just like, not real submariners, these guys. If they were cool as fuck, they, they wouldn't, were key. this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> no, I love James Cameron. I think he's a hero. Wait, I'm sorry. But what would he find? What well, would he find? What would he find? Oh, yeah, that's what was the question. I think he would. 
<laughs> we just yeah, James Cameron was a minor part of the question, really. <laughs> James, we just like James Cameron is a hero. Next question. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> So I think he would find the Uin. You remember these guys? Oh yeah, dude, the sentient yeah. Ainur whales yeah. that serve under Ulmo. Yeah, they're sentient Ainur whales. The Ma- or Maiar, I should say. Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, same you know, potato potato, right? Ainur Maiar. I mean, the Ainur were before they got their physical form, right? That, sure. that was also I the mean. term for both Valar and Maiar. Sure. So, sure. I'm sorry. I'm just... <laughs> oh, my so, God, guys. So there were the Maiar whales. Yeah. I just realized. Hmm. You remember that Silmaril that was thrown into the sea and never <gasps> found again? Yeah. James Cameron took it. Oh, James Cameron shit. Took it. That's what he found. That's That'd what he found. So That'd be so fucking funny if like, you were at James <laughs> That's Cameron's That's what was house. on the Titanic, you guys. He's the like, heart of the ocean. It was, yeah, uh, it check was this the out. Silmaril. The heart of the ocean was the fucking Silmaril that Maglor threw into the ocean. That's awesome. That's some Tolkien hearing right there. We got to combine our James Cameron like mythology with our Tolkien <laughs> mythology. You know, the thing is, though, gotta say I love James Cameron. I think Terminator <laughs> 2 is one of my favorite films. <laughs> I fucking love Terminator 2. At some point, we're going on near 100 episodes now at Keep On Tolkien Podcast. At some point, we'll have to start a counter on how many times we bring up Terminator 2 (laughs) on the podcast. Because I think we've referenced that movie... A good a number, because it was a very influential movie in Danny's life. I, Dude, I, you, you <laughs> want to hear a funny story? So I took a speech class, and uh, with the, the assignment was to, um, you had to look up the day you were born and do a speech about like some historic event that happened the year you were born. The year, yeah. So I was like, I talked about, I'm born in 1991, right? Which is like the end of the Cold War. Like there's a whole bunch <laughs> of shit going on. There was, I was born during wartime, you know, and I was, I did the speech and I like, I was like, you know, I was born in 1991. This happened, this happened, this happened, you know, all this horrible stuff. But, and then I pulled out a DVD of Terminator 2. This is in speech class, and I was like, but what really happened was this was the number one grossing film of the year, Terminator 2, baby. Yeah, and I talked about how that was the most important thing to me that happened the year I was born, was Terminator 2 came out, because it's fucking awesome. It has influenced a lot of media. I love Terminator 2. I think it's the greatest American action film. Is a great movie. This also is a good segue into the personal question. Oh, sick! Oh, Since we're getting yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take these. I'll take a, a little swig of vodka to the to the next section. Cheers. Can I take a beamer? Oh yeah, take a beamer, my friend. A beamer. beamer, beamer. Cheers. Cheers. Late cheers. Oh boy. Although there are no personal questions about James Cameron. Damn. Oh, <laughs> that's where I thought uh, this was going. How much do you love James Cameron? What would you do if James Cameron asked you to do it? (laughs) Anything. Think to yourself, what would James Cameron do? Yeah. So um, I guess we'll just yeah bounce around a little. Sure. So this is to Danny from Ardent Viper. Yeah. He says, Danny, motherfucking Jay, what do you do to maintain and keep your beard health slash growing? (laughs) That's a good question because I do have to back up Ardent Viper here. You do have a a very well-shaped beard. It is also very full. You fucking like, say you just it is, let it grow. I'm it is, be so so mad. And then you're all gonna really fucking hate this answer. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I am a special mix of Polish and Italian, and I just let it grow. 
That's what happens. <laughs> I am lazy. The reason I have a beard is because I hate shaving. And I decided <laughs> one day that I wasn't going to do it anymore. And now I have a beard. So I let it grow and I use um, dollar store or Costco um, conditioner and shampoo and nothing else. And I let it grow. And then every now and then I hire someone to chop parts of it off. Sounds you like you're shaping like, out. Sounds like an independent contractor that comes to your house or something. <laughs> right. Like. So yeah, the the thing is, like, I don't know if I have a good beard or whatever, but if I do, you do. it's because I'm lazy. So I gotta say, you do Genetics. have some of the most naturally straight hair. I do, uh, and that ha- does seem to have translated to your beard because it is just very straight and it hangs down perfectly yeah. in that nice shape that you imagine like a gandalf beard would right, all you yeah. need is gravity right yeah. and it's also what i dig about it is it's turning white yeah there used to be a lot of red streaks in it i think all the red is now turning white which is pretty sick which is see yeah. mine is curly a lot like the hair on my on my yeah. head so like i can't get that uniform shape that sucks because it just starts to wave at yeah. a certain point I'm definitely yeah. somewhere in between you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your question, um, I'm very lucky. Um, genetics gave me very few things that are cool. <laughs> um, uh, other, but your you beard know, is one of the good ones. All kinds of, you know, various medical and mental disorders, you know, <laughs> also came with genetics. But also, my beard just grows uh, nice. I just let it go. I just let it do it. Let go. Let, let it go. Yeah, I've never. You know, I've never seen Frozen, and a lot of people are like mad at me for it. I do you never, like Frozen? That's a good one. It's pretty good. I like the Disney movies, though. Yeah, you do. That's right. You're you're not dead inside like I am. Is that is that what you're saying? Joe? I think it takes a different like kind of it takes a different kind of dead inside to watch a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, Ardent Viper for Trevor. Trevor, Trevor D, have you thought about streaming some multiplayer games with community members slash playing with them during that stream? I think depending on the game, that would be pretty cool, actually. It would be, if we wanted to keep it Tolkien-related, then Return to Moria would be awesome to play with, like, three or four extra people and just, like, go to town, because uh, then I could just, I could guide you through Moria since I've been through it. Yeah. Now, no. you, you at one point mm. did attempt at Twitch streaming, did you not? Oh, not really. Not really? We'll, we'll say not really. I streamed once and talked to one person, and that was uh, <laughs> Dark Souls 2 way back in the day. Hmm. And I stopped. Okay, okay. Never, yeah. No, I think that'd be really cool, Trev. I, I think uh, it's basically down to, like, we don't know how many people will participate. So, basically, if you think that is a cool idea, uh, join the Discord and hit us up. Peer and, pressure him. Yeah, peer pressure Trevor into doing something cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I think it would be uh, Trevor is an incredibly entertaining person. He knows a lot about video games, and he's very good at them. So um, I think it would be very fun for you guys to. Um, you instilled a love of gaming in me that I never thought I would have. So like Skyrim helped a lot. Skyrim did help <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, you helped me appreciate a new art that I never thought I would appreciate. So like I think yeah, to unleash you upon our fans would be very fun. To add to this, I think the easiest games, just to give you guys some ideas out there, uh, would be probably more survival or crafting games where we can just kind of all chill on a server Mm -hmm. um, because then we can all kind of just start at the same spot and keep the same progress. So things like Valheim would be great. Uh, V Rising is like a vampire survival game, which is pretty dope. At one point, we were doing Terraria. 
pretty oh regularly. Oh my god, don't get me started on Terraria. If anybody <laughs> wanted to play Terraria with me, I would not stop. I fucking <laughs> love that game. Hit up, if you play Terraria, <laughs> hit up Trevor on the Discord. Only, he will play with you. Only if you're a PC player, though. That is oh, that, No, that's shit. not a slight against console players. That's a slight against the console controls. They're atrocious. Mm. Oh, that sucks. If uh, you had to describe uh, Terraria for those who don't know what it is, how would you describe it? I think the initial impression you get is that it's 2D Minecraft, but as soon as you get past the fact that you can knock on blocks and then build them back up, it's like it's like an old school Castlevania game combined with a bunch of that stuff. Yeah. And a little bit of a little bit of Legend of Zelda. I did really enjoy our time in Terraria. Joel, you're always welcome to play it again with me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that is a game that all of us could play, too, by the way, guys. It's super low stakes. Like it, it, I shouldn't say low stakes. It doesn't require much of your computer to play it. Yeah, it came out in 2010, if that gives you any idea. It's a 2D game, it's, and it's freaking awesome. So so all I want to say, guys, is if you really want this to happen, keep bugging Trevor on the Discord, because he's a super... I, I cannot stress this enough. He's a super fucking fun place, person to play video games with, and uh, you, you, it's like almost a religion for you. You know what I mean, Trevor? I don't mean to make whoa, it weird. Whoa, the cosmos is a religion to me. Video games are the gift it gave me. Oh, whoa. That was deep. Wow, Trevor. <laughs> wow. You like that? <laughs> I'm speechless <laughs> for the first time in the history of this podcast. Nearly 100 episodes. Yo, we're nearly at 100 episodes, y'all. Yeah, Joel said that earlier. It's, uh, it's exciting. It's We definitely don't have anything wild as fuck planned for Oh, yeah, don't, don't expect anything... What special is that? Don't the word? expect anything wild as shit that, like, bigger than we've ever done before or anything like that, ever. Don't think of that. <laughs> well, we're... Yeah. We're pretty excited for one. Con- yeah, we're excited for one hundred. Conclusion to your guys' question: Bug me about it. Yeah, and bug- suggest things, and maybe we can set something up sometime. Yeah, we'll get it set up. Yeah, you know, Trevor's a super fun person to play video games with, and uh, it's one of my favorite pastimes to do so. And I hope you all get to experience it. Mm-hmm. Bug him. So yeah, that's not, yeah. Just harass Trevor. Yes. <laughs> that's the answer. The answer, the answer <laughs> is harass, harass the shit out of Trevor. Okay. So Arden Viper also had a Joel question. Let's do it. So Joel, dwarves are the best N. How has marriage been? Have you done anything that your wife was like, damn, I'm so lucky to be married to this sexy MF? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, I know there's got to be something. Um, so can I just say something before you answer this question? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I've had a little bit of, you know, alcohol. But anyway, just so you all know, Joel's wife fucking adores joel and they, i adore her i love you mallory they fucking love the shit out of each other they're a great couple you guys they're like a model marriage you guys have no idea he is my better half yeah and we do hope to have her on an episode at some point she we, supports cool. she supported us behind the scenes so much she's even sat For in so long. she sat in on the the dragons episode yeah, the we dragons did, people probably didn't even realize totally that but she was, she was she sat in on that yeah yeah and we want to do so she majored in college in uh, music and vocal performance and she's also just got a ton of background knowledge on you know classic rock and things like that yeah so we want to have her on for a tolkien and music episode yeah dude so keep your uh, ears peeled for that in the future yeah. keep your ears peeled your ears peeled. that's disgusting <laughs> Actually, peel those honestly, ears. Honestly, 100% disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, shout out, shout out to Mallory. She's uh, a huge support. Shout out to Mallory. We all love Mallory here. She's great. Um, Yeah. 
Mallory, what, Mallory, anyway. What was I the cut, question? Oh, I cut something you off. Mallory loves Joel is all I'm saying. Yeah, can you reread the question? I was a little confused. Um, about oh, so dwarves are the greatest, and have I done anything that made Mallory say, like, yes, sexy? Um, I'm on so the, lucky to be married to this sexy motherfucker. Uh, on the subject of <laughs> dwarves, I'd also have to go with beards. Uh, as soon as I grew up my beard, she was like, hell yeah and i was like hell yeah i can <laughs> i can be a dwarf and she not only accepts it but she loves it thank you it's a good answer so, you know you just need to get her to grow a beard and honestly <laughs> i've been i've been saying as much i've, I've been telling her like, you can grow thank yours you. out and i'll grow mine out and we'll be we'll be the the uh you know the dwarvish couple we'll be the like dwarvish couple. we'll be like uh uh Durin and disa right this can be the yeah. note the noter dwarves the Notre Dame. <laughs> Actually, oh fun God. fact: when we and Mallory were getting married, we couldn't figure out exactly. We we had the idea of combining our last names, right? Yeah. So my last name is Noterman, and hers is Rathbun. Yeah. So the two combinations were Rathmen and Noterbun. I like Noterbun the best. Everybody yeah, like that. everybody likes Noterbun, but I really <laughs> liked Rathman, and we couldn't decide. No, Rathman is is too. It, that sounds like a real name. Like Noterbun is clearly a uh, a mashup. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like Rathman also sounds kind of villainy. That's kind of why yeah, I liked yeah, it. I yeah, think. I bet. <laughs> Rath Rathman. Rathman. My name is Robert Rathman. But no, yeah. Shout out to Mallory. Shout out to Mallory. Is she coming, out. Is she coming out. over? She's actually uh, going to pick us up tonight and take <laughs> me and Trevor home. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've I been drinking. She's our, she's our DD. I haven't seen Mallory in a long time. I can't wait to see her. All right. So Mark for Danny just says, how's, how's things going, mate? Going to keep drinking after the questions or just pass out? <laughs> I guess we kind of answered that a little bit. Um, I will probably stop drinking because I honestly, you guys know this too. Like, I am no longer in my twenties. I do not uh drink like I used to. I do this very much for the fans because it's so fun to hear me drunk. Right, right, Trevor. Trevor's smiling. Yeah. <laughs> um, it definitely no. has moments. No, like my my drinking days are very much behind me. Um, I mostly just do the weed now which i think is i think the the, the best thing for me a lot it's a lot gentler on your body yes. and your yeah. stomach yeah. it's just and i can say that now because it's legal in minnesota fuck mm-hmm. it same yeah my job isn't riding on the fact that i can't say i've ever smoked weed before hey, so we thank are god free free yeah. it is it is a lot easier on your body and you don't have the same kind of hangover the next day no. In yeah. fact, I wouldn't say you really. I mean, you might be a little slow, but you don't feel fucking sick. <laughs> no, you don't feel yeah, like it, doesn't, it doesn't pounding. dehydrate you. It doesn't dehydrate mm-hmm. you. No. If, an, if anything, you put on a little weight from all the munchies. The munchies. So, yeah, if, if you haven't ever got the fact that we endorsed it before, let's <laughs> go ahead and do it now. Keep on Tolkien. Yeah, I think it was kind of obvious, but... (laughs) No! No! Really? Damn. Here at Keep on Tolkien, we take that name very seriously. Yeah, we take this very seriously. We practice that that namesake every day. But no, um, Mark, I will not be drinking after this, I don't think. And um, You know what's funny? Should we tell people what time it is? (laughs) Yeah, it's 7 (laughs) p.m. Well, that's not as bad as like 7 a.m. It's not really that bad Uh, at all. There's the whole it's 5 o'clock somewhere saying. That's true. We did start recording around like 4.30 or 5, I think. No, no. my girlfriend came back from from job training unexpectedly, so I'm going to spend time with her and stop drinking, actually. But yeah. (laughs) 
Nice. Yeah, it's going to be super fun. But um, no, I like drinking, but I stopped doing it as much as I used to. And I only do it for your entertainment now, guys. <laughs> for the love of the game. Yes, for the love of the game. <laughs> um, so Mark also had a question for Trevor. How long could you go, or maybe how long have you gone without playing video games? Well, my first answer is I may have my vices, but if I have to go without them for a long time, I'm actually pretty good about it. Mm. When you used to go to Catholic school, did you ever give it up for Lent? No. Oh, mm. you should have. That would have been hilarious. Hell no. Okay. Give a, no, no. Smart people give up bullshit things for Lent. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. I'm not going to eat fish anymore. I never eat fish. I never eat fish. (laughs) So, uh, what, uh, how long do you, I'm curious to know the answer. How long do you think you've gone without playing video games? What's what's your longest stretch, you think? Uh, Obviously, you know, not not, not including the time of birth until, you know, you start playing video games. Right, right. I mean, it's really tough to say because, like, uh, growing up, I would often play video games just after school. In my daily life, it's you know it's how I wind down or just hang out at home alone. Let's say post high school. How about that? Um, I don't know, man. It definitely shit. Like even when I go on vacations or stuff, like I would bring my Switch or something with Dude, me, right? It, it, this is actually a super funny fucking question because until this was posed, like I never realized how often you fucking play video games. For like, if there is a moment of downtime, you're gaming. Yeah, if I don't have any adult responsibilities that I need to be taken care of, uh, I don't have to, well. No, and, like, that's the thing. Like, you don't have, like, a video game problem like a lot of gamers do. Right, it's Trevor not... Trevor is, like, the most mature about it. He's literally, like, if there's adult things or, like, relationship things that need to be taken care of, I'm putting this down. I can prioritize. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. No, Trevor's a... He's, he's, like, one of the least toxic gamers I've ever met, and I love you, Trevor. I love you too. I love you. Um, I'll give you the most recent uh, time I can think of, uh, probably for like maybe three days. Mm. <laughs> oh no, what happened? Well, I went, me and the girlfriend went to see your family. Oh, oh there yeah. you go. So you went like out of state? Uh, no, just a couple hours north. Oh, okay. Mm. Question. You, you didn't bring a portable game? I mean, I had my phone, but that doesn't count. You bring your PSP, dude? Oh my God. <laughs> Remember that? I So dude, I, I still have my days. PSP, but I think the battery is bork completely if i charged it it would probably explode yeah Mm. oh i have a question for you i was actually going to ask you this have you ever injured your hand and or wrist to the point where you could not play video games no would that be fucking awful for you well yes because i also play guitar as a hobby yeah you'd be fucked trevor (laughs) yeah most of my favorite activities involve my hands you know what you would have Mm. to do for the first time in your life trevor so it's funny i've said this on the podcast before trevor's the smartest person i know that doesn't read books for a hobby you would have to read books, Trevor. <laughs> what no, else would you no do? Other um, options? I can't tell you within the last time I read a book that wasn't like the Final Fantasy fourteen encyclopedia. <laughs> uh, no, it's hilarious because like there's the stereotype that like if you don't read books, you're not smart. I'm very literate for a person who does not read Trevor books. Trevor totally defies that. Like he like there's very few novels that he's read and stuff. But I, he's I just incredibly think with, intelligent. I just think with how much time we spend on screens now in the twenty first century, right. that, probably, that's kind of a null point. He probably like I'm, I'm a, reading all the time. A lot just of not literature. Yeah, like mm. I'm a I'm a literature guy, mm. and you probably read way more every day than I do. Like, you know what I mean? I actually that would not surprise yeah, me. Yeah, it would totally no. Like, wh- I I know for a fact you read more than I do. How much day. code have you read in your life? Yeah, oh, Trevor's boy. sitting there reading The Matrix every day. Oh, no. 
<laughs> what a, I just want to say what a garbage representation of any kind of coding anything. <laughs> the Matrix. The Matrix thing. Yeah. So yeah. so dumb. What kind you know of coding do you know? Uh, I mean, I know some C sharp mostly. I I have only really learned how to do object oriented programming, and only in the context of making video games. Sharp, that's like sharp cheddar cheese, right? Hell yeah, extra it is the best aged. kind of cheddar. I love sharp cheddar, aged extra long. We should get some cheese after this, y'all. Oh. That sounds pretty good, actually. Cheese anyway, Mark, I play video games uh, every day for <laughs> at least a couple hours. If I can't, like, even after these recordings, sometimes it's super late, I still have to sit down for like 30 40 minutes and just chill out and do something to get my mind like furiously masturbating. Mm-hmm. Real talk, Trevor, you play video games while you poop on my phone sometimes. I figured you did. Y- usually, yeah. I'm just <laughs> reading stuff, but mm-hmm. occasionally. Yeah. yeah, I thought th- that was going to be a more serious question than it was. No. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing you learn no. when you play video games on the toilet. You forget to leave the toilet because you're busy. And then your legs fall asleep. And then, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a leaner. I lean on my legs. And if I'm sitting there for oh, more yeah. than 10 minutes, I am having a really awkward wipe. Yo, you want to hear something fucked up? <laughs> I heard that, like, certain employees, certain employers are going to start using toilets that are tipped forward. Have you heard this? So you can't sit on them as long to take like prolonged poop breaks? Oh, fuck that. I would do that out of spite at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, I'm leading up against this. I mean, uh, here's the thing. I'll just finish and then not leave the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to be shitting to play the game. (laughs) Yeah. Sitting uh, propped up on the sink just playing whatever (laughs) game. Isn't your break over? Nah, probably. I don't care. All right, and then uh, finishing Mark's questions off, he wants to know for Joel, who would you rather share a pint with, Tom Bombadil or any dwarf of your choosing? One of the Durans, maybe? Oh, that's a cool question. It would be hard not to say Tom Bombadil just because he's the oldest and fatherless and has so many stories, but it would be pretty cool to hang out with uh, Duran the Deathless. I gotta say, that'd oh, be pretty. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Share a couple pints with doing the do what was, parties. Yeah, what do you think it was? What was it like when you found Dimrill Dale for the first time? Like that must have been gorgeous. Or tell me about. Tell it. me when you named Mount Gundabad, or you know, you'd have some really fucking cool stories. Oh, if I had to choose, I suppose Bombadil kind of lit a solitary life despite his age. So maybe I would go with Durin the First, Durin the Deathless. That'd be really mm. awesome. He named the nameless hills and dells. He drank from yet untasted wells. <laughs> <laughs> is that from the song of Durin? it is <laughs> I mean, that does sound pretty cool <laughs> yeah holy shit joel just you can quote that when you're drunk that's hilarious i have Where the whole go? song of Durin memorized you do i do and as well as the uh hymn to elbereth oh really mm-hmm. wow those are the only two i have memorized Impressive. i tried i tried to memorize the uh the uh one about Gilgalad. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, for, it's the shortest of, of the ones I've tried to memorize, but I haven't got it down yet. Yeah. No, that's cool. I I, uh, I would like to one day memorize some some of the poetry. I'm bad at that, unfortunately. That's really cool. You, you can bring up random moments in history at the drop of a dime, but <laughs> when it comes to memorizing poems, no? No, I mean, I don't know. I just never really put my mind to it, I guess. I bet you could. Yes, what what really helped me memorize it was listening to the audio recording of Tolkien reading it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm. That would probably help. Yeah, because I just found that so interesting, so riveting to hear him recite his writings. Because, you know, you can look at something written and you can recite it a million different ways. But to hear the way he reads it, you know, you know, this is how it's 
Huh. I, I look at that as like this is how it's meant to be read. I guess. Right. I guess. So it, yeah. so I I listen to that a million times. Ultra ultra authentic. Okay. All right. So this is from Luminity. It's for Joel and Danny. What right. was your fuck you, Trevor? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's my sister, too. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> we haven't, I don't know if we've clarified, but yeah, Luminity is uh, Trevor's sister. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. She's like, fuck Trevor on this one. No, well, she, she just already knows me well enough. It's fine. Is it a question about <laughs> Trevor? Ooh, I think that's the twist. It's a question about Trevor, isn't it? What was your first impression of Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, can I tell you this? This is really funny because it has to do with Tolkien, actually. This is kind of funny, huh, Trevor? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I started hanging out with Trevor in 2011, 12, and... Uh, Initially, he, our hangouts were not us hanging out, though. No, because you were Joel's weird roommate. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we used to, I, I started hanging out with, like, going over to Joel's place, and this is when I was, like, really obsessed with the Silmarillion, and I started, I was like, Joel, you got to get into it. But I was like, let's do it with the audiobook. So I remember Trevor would sit at his gaming computer and like, listen to us, listen to the Silverillion. I thought it was weird, yeah. And you thought <laughs> it was hella weird. I could just tell by the look on your face that you were like, these guys are fucking weird. <laughs> well, yeah, Danny would come over and we'd sit out in my living room and just put the audiobook on the stereo and each sit down we'd with our blast own. It, yeah. yeah, we'd blast and we'd each sit down with our copy of the Silmarillion and we'd just listen to the audiobook together. Yeah. And Trevor would be in the corner in the living room doing his video games with his headphones on and be like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Are these nerds? I feel like I specifically remember sitting at the kitchen table because I was set up there for a bit. Oh, that's right. And yep. uh, I was playing Starbound, which is a kind of go. Terraria-like game, by the way, guys. Also, also great. Uh, and yeah, I was just like, these guys are listening to a book? Did you th- so let's 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 get all like faithful with it, Trevor. When you met me for the first time, weird awkward guy that was like, let's all sit around and listen to the Silmarillion audiobook. Did you know that you were going to be as good of friends with me at that moment? Oh hell no. <laughs> but you, but to be fair, the did first you time think that I was a freak and didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think that about anybody. That's good. Yeah. Wow, that's sweet. Good for you, Trevor. Unless you give me a horrible first impression, I'm pretty like, yeah, let's let's you know, let's be buds until you make it awkward. Cool. Yeah. No. My yeah, my first impression of Trevor was uh I, I, I guess I'd never met a full on like gamer before. And I thought it was weird that you would sit at your computer for like ten, twelve hours straight and just game. So like that was kinda weird to me. But uh now that's totally normal that that's just kinda what you do. Yeah. yeah, it's my culture. Yeah, it's your culture. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't shit on other people's cultures, man, and that's your culture. I'm pretty sure the first time we met was at Harriet Island. Uh, the first time we met, we um, it was raining. I was I had just turned 21, and you had, were not, and we went to the bowling alley and drank. Was that the first time? Yeah, I think so. Because I uh, remember, I remember you and I went to Harriet Island meet and met him under like one of the the buildings, and I it, think was it was fucking this, pouring rain. Yeah, and that, that's why we went to go drink. I think because it was raining. Okay, oh, okay. so that, that led sense. to the next. Okay, <laughs> that makes right, sense. Right, okay, yeah. so me and Trevor met in 2010 or 2011. We were coworkers at McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, and it started as more or less trauma bonding. Uh, one of one of my earliest memories with Trevor were when we would uh, we would do the drive through speaker together. We had a we had a dual drive through <laughs> at this McDonald's. It sucked because orders would get mixed up. But uh, the drive we would both man speaker one speaker two. But we'd be standing right next to each other 
and we would sit there and pass the time by punching ice cubes yes. on the metal countertop until our knuckles bled. I'm so glad you oh. bring that up. Hell yeah, dude. That's how we wasted time. We had fun. We were like, hey, who can punch more ice cubes and whose knuckles will bleed first? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah, dude. And like our manager would casually walk by and like look at what we're doing and give us like a weird fucking look, but he wouldn't really stop. I feel like Chris just kind of let shit happen. Yeah, and as long as we cleaned up the mess, it was no problem. <laughs> we were like, oh, look, it's just water. We're not planning a workers' revolt of taking over the McDonald's <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and distributing all the wealth that it creates to the workers. No, we're punching ice cubes on the thing. I love you guys. I don't know. Trevor was one of the uh, most friendly and accepting people uh, from pretty much right off the bat. Trevor is awesome. I'm glad you guys think so. He's cool. No, I'm glad that you're a part of the podcast now. It was funny because like I, I was always I was like looking back and like thinking about all my favorite KOT episodes, and um, a lot of them have Trevor on them, just yeah. like randomly. It'll be like what? And I'll be just like thinking. I remember like one time we were just like gonna hang out, and I was like, "Oh shit, we got to record." And then I was like, "Why don't you just come on the episode?" And you're like, "Cool, let's do it." Yeah. All right. All right. Like we were gonna hang out anyway. Cool, I'll come on the episode. And then it turned out, I think that was the Witch King episode, mm. which uh, turned out to be a really fucking fantastic episode. Yeah. Mm. No, Trevor is a uh, an invaluable addition to the podcast. I think. Agreed. Thanks, guys. Ciao. So there are a few more questions, but I think we're running kind of long now. Do you? Can, yeah, we, shock, we, can, can we shotgun them? Are they easy? Yeah. Should we just do speed round? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Throw it out, Joe. Okay. So this one's for, I don't know if this is a speed question. So this is for Trevor from Luminity. What is your beehive theory for society? What does that mean? Beehive theory? That's all I have written. What <laughs> is must, your beehive theory? It, it must theory? have been something that you referenced it's your at some sister. point. My beehive theory. Yeah, I thought you'd knew. I thought you'd know what it I, I mean, I don't know. I, I have the weird I have this weird thought where I think that society should be destined for a hive mind. I think she might be referring to hive mind okay yeah i yeah i i think that the best way as a species for us to survive and go out to the stars is at some point for us all to be connected via hive mind but i don't i don't think that it should be like the fucking borg where we're trying to dominate everything and be <laughs> be, be like hive mind that's a star trek reference I, you're not a fascist hive minder you're a voluntary association hive minder i think that in a perfect hive mind much like in perfect communism everything would be okay and everybody would get what they need and they would be satisfied and we oh, would all no. go forward and you would voluntarily you would voluntarily enter into this hive mind right they not just, not be required to i i think that if yeah that yeah i would i think so you just made the list congratulations trevor they're coming for you i literally hand my held my hand out like i was pretending to shake his hand when i said that they're coming for you friend it'll never happen i don't think a hive mind is realistically possible in the way that i think it is but uh, it would be cool mines are cool okay so this one is from tinuvial mm -hmm. uh for joel i feel like there's an answer you should say to this <laughs> tinuvial, oh, tinuvial is uh my wife uh oh uh, my the, wife the question is <laughs> my wife <laughs> if you could I'm sorry. Are you gonna pause I'm sorry. For, for us to be immature are you i'm done? sorry are you, are you done uh <laughs> The question is, if you could relive one day of your life, what would it be? Would you change anything? Would it be your <laughs> wedding or the Hagerty Museum of uh, Art, Joel? <laughs> I feel like this question might be pointed. 
I mean, that's how I took it. I don't know if it was intended that way. I don't know if it was intended that way. Um, if it wasn't, I'm going to answer it as if it was. If it was, I imagine this is somewhat pointed at one of our early dates. Well, I shouldn't say early. It was early in our relationship, but we'd been dating for a while, and I took her to a waterfall, and we stood under the waterfall, and she told me later that that was the perfect time to say I love you for the first time, but I did not. Oh, fuck up. I did later go propose to her under that same waterfall, so I, thought, I thought that was a pretty good makeup, but yeah. um, if I could change, I would go back and say, I love you there. Wow. Um, if I had an answer. If I had to do something Lord of the Rings related, I would go back to <laughs> when I was a child and I saw the opening prologue to The Two Towers for the first time in theaters and relive that experience. The Gandalf Balrog fight where they fall down the hole and stuff. That was one of the most like jaw dropping things I had ever seen as a child. And it still gives me like raises the hair on my fucking you know, raises my hairs on my arm to this day when oh, I yeah. watch it. Mm. I thought you were gonna say you'd relive your wedding day and what's really funny, I was gonna agree because Joel's wedding was a fucking party. Well dog. it's because everybody got way fun. drunk. That's what happened. We, <laughs> no, we had such a good time. The, we, we hired the bartenders and the bartenders asked me and Mal how they should mix the drinks and we're like, Well, I thought that's why we hired you but <laughs> if we I guess if we had to do it, I'd do one part this, one part this, one part this, you know, and it turned out that was really strong. Oh yeah. People. We blew through like the gin and the vodka within the first like hour or two because everyone's well, drinks were so strong. Then Mal's cousin was also the drink line was super long, so he was just walking around with a bottle of bourbon, just oh, like yeah, yeah, right. yeah, to people in line, just <laughs> we were just drinking while waiting to get drunk. Yeah. Shout out to Sean. I love you, man. Yeah, I, I love Sean too. Yes. Shout the fuck out to Sean. Does he listen to the show? He should. I, I hope I hope that he hears this. <laughs> okay. Good. Good answers. Uh, so for Trevor, also from Tinuvial, what is the most perfect day you've had in life thus far? Most perfect day I've had in life so far? I think that, I don't know, it's hard to say most perfect, but if I just had to pick a day that was really awesome, in 2015, I was flown to Seattle, Washington to do training for the job that I was at. And uh, one of the, my trainer happened to be somebody who worked for PAX. And uh, PAX is this big video game convention thing that happens. Uh, and Seattle is, is kind of like the big one. And uh, she was able to get me tickets for a day it was that weekend wasn't it that same it was that same weekend and uh it was it was just super cool because i and i was like i was by myself which was totally fine because i just got to go where i want i got to see all the cool games things and, it, and like they had indie developers there and they had board games and they had a fucking fountain for dark souls that was like this dude being stabbed and blood shooting out of it oh, that's cool oh it, it was it was one of the coolest like most nerdy things uh that i've gotten to like go to and just experience by myself and I think with people, it would have been awesome, but it has its own special place because I was just there by myself with my with myself. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I, I remember when you got that opportunity, I was like super happy for you because when you see your friends do something that like they, you know, they'll fucking love, you know, I was mm -hmm. like, I was just happy for you. Yeah, I, I, I was like, Trevor's going to go all by himself and not, not to not to talk shit about you, Trevor, but like. You are one of the only people I know that could truly have a great time by yourself at a convention. He's smiling because he yeah. knows I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, was yeah. My, it was my element. I got to go to a panel about like video games and music, and that was 
it was awesome. Like yeah. being a guitar player, there was a dude on stage who goes by like Family Jewels on YouTube, and he just does covers of video game music, but metal. And I got to see, yeah. I got to see him uh, talk about. He had no fucking classical training or anything, but they had him on the panel with other people who are way more musically literate. And it was cool seeing all of those people in one place describing their journeys. That was forever ago now, huh? It was 2015 ago. 2015. That ago. was eight eight years, years ago. Yeah. Okay. So last question, last personal question, also from Tinuvial for Danny. What is the first book you can remember choosing off the shelf at the library for yourself and becoming fully engrossed in the plot? Why does it hold significance to you? Hmm. That's a really good question. Do you remember? I'm probably I'm trying to think. Um, I'm gonna have to give a shout out to a Minnesota author on this one, the Gary Paulson novels. You remember those? I thought you, when you said Minnesota author, I was like, Gary you knew Paulson. what I was going to say. <laughs> Gary fucking Paulson. He wrote the hatchet, uh, the hatchet novels. And, uh, those books, I remember choosing those, like just based on like, Oh, I heard these, like a friend of mine had said they were good. And I was just like, Oh, let's check these out. And, uh, I remember, yeah, just devouring that entire series and, uh, really cool shit. If you haven't read Gary Paulson, <laughs> he's a young adult author, check him out. Really good shit. Well, and it was just like, it was like every, you know, boy's fantasy to be just chilling in the woods, Trained living off the, the land. Yeah. Well, no, but like there's an element that was like cool, you know? Totally. Yeah, totally. And well, as a, as a, uh. Someone from the great north woods, you know, we were just like, you know, we all like to think we would have it in us to survive out in the woods. Could you do it, Joe? Well, no, I'd die, but yeah, the, fan- <laughs> the fantasy of it's cool. The fantasy of it's cool. I'd be fucked too. Just eat grass, man. Yeah. I have to take a bunch of medicine, and if I didn't have it for like 24 <laughs> hours, we'd all be fucked. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just we'd all be dead. <laughs> yeah, we'd all be fucked. Okay, well, thanks for all the questions, guys. Those were all really good. Yeah, thank yeah, everybody thank for the questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. And now for our next segment, we have a... Uh, actually, it's believe it or not, we got an Elvish name for it. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, this is courtesy of ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving ourselves up. Mon Leodon Linnath Vinauf. One more time, everybody. Mon Leodon Linnath Vinauf. Let's hear you say it in the audience. Say it again, yeah. <laughs> and that means, to whom does the line belong? <laughs> <laughs> so, whose line is it, anyways? Whose line is it, anyways? <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, an improv type comedy show that used to be on TV. I don't know if it's still on TV. It came it back for a bit. It, it is did. really. Wow. Is it back again? I think it's still going, like or new, maybe not. New episodes, because I remember I watched it like all of what was available on Netflix a couple of years back. <laughs> Trump, <laughs> Trump was a big fan. Isn't like the only reoccurring character like Ryan Stiles or Colin? Mulcrey? They've been doing the same. Yeah, they've been doing Wayne Brady. In Wayne Brady. Wayne fucking Brady. Wayne Bra- Don't yeah, forget he, Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady is one of the classics, I gotta Classic. say. Yeah, they were, they're kind of the main three, and then they have just somebody else fill that spot. Sometimes a guest star and stuff. So, basically, the um, the object of this is we're going to have to play different characters in different scenarios. Right, Joe? It's an improv game. It's an improv yep. game. Yeah, so I'm going to use, basically, characters and scenarios that um, people in the Discord provided. And, um, yeah, I'm basically just going to assign characters to Danny, Joel, or Trevor and give them the scenario and the setting. And then they're just going to improv for, I think, maybe three or four minutes per one. Oh, boy. Yep, we're going to act it out. 
and then uh yeah i'm just gonna we'll we'll see how it we'll see how we'll this see goes, how this goes. We'll, we'll this do our a, best this is a first for all of us yeah this is my first well, time yeah, partaking yeah, yeah. Well, let's fucking do it guys this definitely wasn't a bad idea <laughs> okay so for the first one we have Gollum played by trevor and bilbo played by danny in Gollum's cave in the misty mountains but instead of doing a riddle challenge, the two engage in a swinging dicks contest, if you will, <laughs> to try to prove who is worthy of the precious. Okay. <laughs> this you wanted to do this. That's I true. Am, this was I am my idea. So excited to see this. Okay. Is it just us two? Yeah, it's just us mm-hmm. two. You ready, Trevor? Okay, sure, yeah. The precious is mine! No, sir. The precious is mine, actually. Since when did you call it precious? Precious? I'm just using your terminology, sir. But you don't deserve the precious. Well, I think that I perhaps have a bit of tallywhacker. Thus makes me entitled to the ring, sir. Well, I think that your tallywhacker doesn't matter. Because call him, call him. I've had 400 years of experience. If you're 400 years old, your tallywhacker <laughs> will be shriveled and small. I can tell you it's very strong. The fishes in this lake sucks hard. Perhaps we should swing our dicks about and find out whose dick is superior. Swings them about, precious? What do you mean? Well, shall I demonstrate? Here I go. This is my tallywhacker, and I shall flippity flap it about. I'm gonna call. I'm calling time on this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you should have given me a buzzer. <laughs> was that okay? Yeah, I mean, wow. I didn't imagine <laughs> wow. it. It was gonna be an actual dick swinging. Yeah, you took, I was, you took that. You I don't took know it a little, was... little really. <laughs> wow. Was that not what I was supposed to do? Uh, the two engage in a swinging dicks contest, if you will. I took it as like a metaphorical motto. Yeah, oh. yeah. See. But I mean it <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I did yeah. enjoy the use of tallywhacker. Okay. <laughs> That's what British people say, right? <laughs> I don't know I if British people so. actually say tallywhacker. Oh shit. Okay. Well <laughs> Somebody says it. It's certainly not me, but that's fine. <laughs> and it's certainly not me, but all right. All right. I'll give two points each for the <laughs> for the tallywhacker <laughs> stuff. The Even though it is <laughs> a lot of it. Okay. Uh, next one we have is J.R.R. Tolkien, played by Trevor, is auctioning off the Simmerils, and Fingolfin, Joel, and Malcor, Danny, are the last two bidders standing. Oh, no. All right. For my last two prize possessions to auction off so I can pay off my student loans. <laughs> I have... <laughs> I, I have three <laughs> Silmarils. <laughs> Millennial problems. And I'm going to start the bidding at $100 million. I will offer you $200 million to prevent these stones from fucking up our lives. I will give $300 million because Vingolfin sucks balls. I will give... $350 million to prevent them from falling in the wrong hands, and another $50 million to give Melkor a throat lozenge. $350 million going once, 
going twice. Four hundred million dollars. I hear four hundred million dollars. And I will have Fingolfin know that I have bronchitis. <laughs> and that is why I'm speaking this way. And for you to mention that is incredibly ableist, sir. And I would appreciate it if you could refrain from further ableist statements. Thank you. Four hundred million dollars. <laughs> going once. I'll go four hundred and one million against the Bowglier and his dirty hands. Well, surely you can afford more. I mean, inflation. Uh, I I don't know. Formanost is not infinite. How many orcs would be trade for this for fifty million? Oh, that's not fair. You can keep breeding. I have orcs. I have equity in orcs. <laughs> Clearly, I don't care about orcs. Do you see how many I've killed in the Silmarillion? Orcs have no value to you. I see. That's, yes. that's really racist, but that's okay. Okay. 401 million, 100 million dollars. Going once. Twice. So Six, 600 million dollars. We've got a new bid. I have it. 600 I million. I definitely have that amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm hitting the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you didn't say how much money I actually had in the bank, so I was just going to keep going. <laughs> that was, I, yeah. I, that was, I imagine Morgoth would probably win no matter what. Right. You probably like, have more resources. I'm sure, yeah. Look, I'm glad that starting with $100 million was not too high. <laughs> I'll give 100 million points to each of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, that's, Thank you. oh, generous. I'll give an Thank extra you. one for Trevor for the student loan reference. Nice. I, I appreciate that. I'm winning by we, one point, I guys. think we all appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Still struggling with those student loan payments. All right. So next one. For this one, Trevor is a debate moderator. Uh, Feanor. Joel and Donald Trump, Danny, are on stage at the 2024 presidential debate, and Trevor is asking them who should lead the free world. My God, are you trying to get me canceled? By like, <laughs> I, th- these are anybody? your these are your viewers. Uh, <laughs> these are your you audience. Guys. Fuck whoever said this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Feanor, if I can call you Mr. Feanor. Uh, I would like to know why you deserve the spot to lead the free people of the free world. It was my hands and by my speeches that I led the Noldor out of Valinor. And I should be the one to lead them now. Maldor, more like Baldor. (laughs) You guys are weak. You're terrible. You're awful elves. You're the worst type of elves. You're the worst type of elves. <laughs> Moderator, Mr. Trump, this Mr. Is Trump, never Mr. Trump. Have been you'll have your turn. Obscene, you will have your turn. Awful Moderator. type of elves. Moderator, this is my time. They are the worst. Mr. Trump, you'll, have, the worst. you'll have your time. You'll have your 30 seconds. Is that all you have to say, Feanor? I have to say, you better be careful, Donald Trump, for my sword is sharper than thy tongue. Miss Trump, maybe wait, we should compare wait. swords if you know what I mean. <laughs> Let's both pull out our swords. Wait, we'll wait. see who's is better. Feanor, your time. Trump, how how do you respond? Why should you lead the free world? Because my sword is bigger, <laughs> it's sharper, and it's the most magnificent sword that has ever been a sword in the history but, but of sir, swords. What is your sword gonna do for the people? That's not important. What the sword will do for the people is how unique and awesome the sword is. Focus on 
the sword. Moderator, this is ridiculous. I can't believe we're letting this go. No. no your 30 seconds is done. Okay. Feanor. Your sword is tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting the buzzer. <laughs> that is probably how it would, how it would go. That's pretty much how it would go down. <laughs> I don't know why I took on like a 30s radio host. <laughs> yeah. It's like, is that a Feanor sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> they were good characters. Though. Okay. This next one. Denethor, played by Danny, takes Boromir, Trevor, and Faramir, Joel, to the Bay of Be- <laughs> Belfalos for an enjoyable, stress-free family bonding day at the beach. <laughs> Wait, which one's which? Hold on, which one's which? I, I am Boromir. You're Boromir. You're the good son. The good son. <laughs> you're the one that I love. So I love Trevor and I hate y'all. Okay, yep. got it. That was not part of the scenario, but if that's how you want to interpret it. That's pretty candid, I'd say. And we're going to the beach for the weekend? Yeah. Oh, fuck. This is going to be awesome. You ready? Well, it's time that we lay the blankets down. Boromir, would you like to lay the blanket down? I was actually thinking maybe I could go back to the carriage and get some brews. Of course, Boromir. You'd love to get brews for everyone. Of course, of course. Yeah. Get some brews for our son. I'll be, I'll be back in a jiff. Wow, I love Boromir. <laughs> God, I love him Father. so Father, look, I made a sandcastle. It looks just like me and Tirith. What is that dreadful noise I hear? Is what? that my youngest son? Look, Father, it's you. I built you right here on the pedestal. Fuck, I hate him. <laughs> Every word he says is like nails on a chalkboard. Ah, I'm back. Do, do, do you want a brew, Father? Yes, Bottomir. <laughs> thank you for the brew, Bottomir. Let me open God, it for I you. I love you, Bottomir. Can can Faramir have one? Jesus. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, Dad. Can I, I think have he, one? I think he's old enough now. Boromir, would you like Faramir to have one? Yes. Then I would like Faramir to have one. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me open it for you. Oh, thanks, bro. I love you so much. If it makes you happy that he is happy, then I will tolerate his happiness <laughs> for one moment. Can we go in the water now? Yes, Boromir. <laughs> You may go in the water now. Dad, can we play ball in the water with Boromir? Just get away from me, Vatimir. <laughs> Just get away. Do whatever you want. Come back by sunset. That's all I care about. Don't drown in the undertow. I'm hitting the buzzer. <laughs> okay. That was good. That was funny. That was fun. <laughs> I think you I think you I think you nailed the sentiment there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Son, um, I can do just, no wrong. Uh, just get away from me, Faramir. I kind of feel like for this next one, each of you should just do your best impression for like 30 seconds. Okay. okay. Or 15 okay. to 30 seconds. Okay. Then, so this is Gandalf on the Home Shopping Network trying to sell a sham wow. Billy, <laughs> Billy Mays style to the people of Middle Earth. Okay. So I yeah, I feel like if each of you wants to just do like a short burst. Of okay, sure. <laughs> Sure, who goes first? Uh, you, because sure. you spoke first. God damn it. <laughs> who took a shit last? Um, Probably me. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of cereal this morning. Doomed. <laughs> yeah. So you're Gandalf on the Home Shopping oh, Network right. selling a ShamWow Billy Mays style okay. to the people of Middle Earth. All right. I got the timer going. All right. Welcome, my friends. 
to the Home Shopping Network. I am Gandalf the Grey, and I am here to sell you basically a rag that will do the same thing that any rag will do. It absorbs things, it smears things around when you need it to, and of course it absorbs things. Any kind of thing. <laughs> All right. Fluid things. Buzzer. <laughs> Solid things. Is that liter- That is literally what it is, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just, it's like just a, rag. a fucking rag. It's I just don't a know. It's a super it's a, fancy absorbent rag. It's supposed to be like ultra absorbent. Like it can yeah. hold a lot of liquid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who, Trevor or Joel? I'll, I'll, I'll give her a go. All right. Welcome all to the Home Shopping Network. And today we have a very special product for you, the sham. Wow! Have you ever made a mess in Isengard? <laughs> Use the sham. Wow! It'll clean up any water or orc dew or <laughs> anything left behind. Orc dew. And then you just wring it out, and it's as light as a feather. <laughs> All right, time. It cleans up orc dew. That makes it sound like I I think of like D E W, not D O O. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just think of like bounty paper towels quilted, quicker picker rubber, <laughs> bounty for orc shit. <laughs> <laughs> or like sh- instead of the Charmin bears, it's the Charmin orcs. Yeah, Charmin, Charmin orcs, orcs is like. <laughs> I like to wipe my ass with shaman. It's like a little, there's always a little baby bear. There's like a little baby orc. Looks like soft paper's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> it's time for us to march on Ministerius, but I have to take a shit. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do it for, for Trevor? <sighs> yep, I'm ready. All right, I got the clock. Gandalf the Maze here. Have you ever spilt of something in the forest and you needed to clean it up? Have you ever been sweating from your brow and just couldn't see because the sweat was dripping in your eyes? Well, I'm about to wow you with a sham wow. It'll clean up any mess. It'll keep your food dry. It'll save you many, many dollars in toilet paper. You wipe once, (laughs) rinse later. It's the perfect tool. (laughs) <laughs> Made in the buzzer. You can wipe the- your ass with it <laughs> over that is- <laughs> and over and over again. If you have a shamrock, please do not use it that way. We do not endorse shamwow as toilet paper replacement. <laughs> Billy Mays would not so have been cool with that. <laughs> Dude, that would have sold like crazy during the play. <laughs> yeah. Remember when everybody was like stabbing each other over <laughs> fucking yeah. uh, toilet paper? Toilet paper in you the just street. need a shamwow. Yeah. I think that was the best pitch. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll give Trevor another extra 501 points. <laughs> 500 <laughs> yeah. to the other. Woo, to the two of nice. You. Yes. There we go. Okay. I think we have two more. Okay. Oh, we, right. Do we have time to do two more? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this one, we have Shelob. Shelob doesn't need to be played. Uh, Shelob has been acting unwell. Sauron, Joel, and the mouth of Sauron, Danny, begrudgingly bring her to the Mordor vet, Trevor. Wait, I'm the mouth of Sauron and you're Sauron? (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, okay. My lord, I'm very worried about her. She hasn't spewed any webs in some time now. What could it be? 
Perhaps it is some sort of constipation, but it could be something worse. Perhaps we should take her to the vet. I've fed her too many orcs. Yes, perhaps that was not the best thing to feed a spider in, in retrospect. Perhaps we should spring more for the spider food at Petco. <laughs> Next time. Let us take her to the vet. Yes, yes, of course. Let's let's get her in the van. <laughs> All right, I'll open the hatchback. You will just kind of stuff her in there. <laughs> It'll be fine. Just keep keep pushing. <laughs> oh, she's huge. Oh God. Oh. You'll, you'll have to, at least in the state of Minnesota, you'll have to put a, oh. a, a flag hanging out the back because it sticks out more she, than six feet. She smells. She smells. Oh. Of death. <laughs> I hope that doesn't rub off in the interior of my my Volvo. <laughs> you you guys got to get to the vet. <laughs> oh, at least we have to get to the vet. Okay. Okay. What is, what's the fastest way to get to the vet? <laughs> What is this Christmas lamp? <laughs> let's, let's just let's just say you're at the vet already. Okay, okay. Ding ding. Welcome, you, welcome, you. welcome to the Mordor Veterinary. How I can have, I help? I have a sick spider. Oh, why do I have a mouth? Mouth, speak for me. <laughs> we have a very sick spider. It poo pooed all over the van on the way here. <laughs> That sounds really bad. Here, let's get her in the back room. Can you just... Oh, she's... She's really large. She's cute. You're going to have to bring her in the back door. We're going to have to have, like, I some... I can't see. Some veterinarian techs come and help us. I don't the, have a stretcher that big. The anti-light. All the anti-light is everywhere. She'll, just, she'll be fine if you just drag her out of the van. Here, I've got a, I've got a rope. Just You tie this around all eight legs and all we'll right. pull together. That sounds fine. All right, get her in the... She's finally inside. This is great. Where, oh. where to go? Oh, she's she's covered. What is that smell? Oh my god! She like I said, she pooped in the van on the way over here. That's what the, it's all white. She's only well, had it's, a, it's a spider. They poop in different colors than mammals. We're gonna. I'm gonna have to get in there. You gonna have to get in. I'm gonna into I, her poop. I I might I might have to stick my arm in. In her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> in the buzzer. <laughs> I also was just picturing the Jurassic Park scene with the giant. Yeah, the triceratops, uh, uh, the triceratop yeah. doo doo. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that was fucking weird. That was. Uh, <laughs> that, that was. was an it just took one. you guys a little long to get her to the. Bed. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I was literally so enthralled in the in the bit that I forgot that Trevor was supposed yeah, I was, to be in the bit I was too. Thinking like, you guys were already gonna be at the vet when <laughs> it was funny because when you're like okay we should be at the vet and you're like okay what's the quickest way <laughs> to the, the vet <laughs> I was like we're gonna do like a 30 minute episode on <laughs> okay okay you wanna do one more one more, yeah, yeah, one more. let's do a, one more good old try for our audience we love you guys alright so for this one Rumel played by Trevor, and Orofin, played by Danny, are forced to defend Lothlorien from an army of squirrels with nuts, played by Joel. 
Who is this character? Rumil and Orofin. Orofin was a Sylvan March Warden from Lothlorien and the brother of Haldir and Rumil. Oh, okay. Oh, so so they're Haldir's brothers. So we're brothers? That's Ru- Rumil, that's the character I am? Yeah. Okay, so we're brothers. Oh, we're- so we're the security guards at Lothlorien. Basically. I think that's a good, that's a good oh, take. Oh, okay, cool. Gotcha. Defending against squirrels with nuts. How many squirrels? How many squirrels an is, army of is squirrels. Joel? It just said an army of squirrels with Fuck nuts. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Okay. So who am I again? You're Orofen. Trevor's Rumel. And then I just have Joel as the squirrels. <laughs> or maybe the squirrel king. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Rumel. Yeah, you're Rumel. I'm Orofen. Rumel. Orofen. And Joel, you're the fucking squirrels. Got yeah. it. Okay. I'll, I'll start. Okay. Oh, Orphan, such a beautiful day. Nothing could possibly ruin the majestic sun in the sky. Yes, of course, except for maybe a large number of squirrels. But other than that, I think we'll be fine. Oh, did you did you feel that? Did, what was that? Is that an it a- felt like an acorn. Is that an acorn? I was, I was struck upon the helm by an acorn. We don't have trees with acorns around here. There are no oak <laughs> trees. <laughs> I believe it is the oak tree that bears the acorn. I don't know. Yeah, oak. That's. But I am not an arboreist. <laughs> Growth! Ready yourselves! Oh, no. What is happening? That is a, a large squirrel who is attempting to infiltrate Lothlorien. Is that a catapult? What? They are throwing nuts at us. This is awful. Do you have any rat poison? Of course, <laughs> we we have all <laughs> kinds of rat poison. We have been kept from the large trees for <laughs> hundreds of years. <laughs> hundreds of years, you say? And we are back to take back the trees. Oh, it seems Can- that maybe the elves have usurped these trees from these large sentient squirrels <laughs> you- years and years ago. <laughs> Do you think? I understand now. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps they're willing to negotiate. Maybe we can have some peaceful solution. Squirrels! Victory or death! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! I don't think they're these, going to negotiate! These squirrels are... <laughs> they seem to, to not want to negotiate, Rumil. What should we do, <laughs> my brother? Kamikaze squirrels! I don't know. I think perhaps we make a contest out of it. How would you fight an enemy that's not afraid to die as these squirrels are, Trevor? What? Oh no, I mean Rumil. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> what do we do, Rumil? Get the water hose. The, the water hose. <laughs> I'm getting the buzzer. Bzz, bzz. Before you water spray down all the squirrels. <laughs> we waterboard a bunch of squirrels. <laughs> oh man, that was a fun one. I like that. Yeah, and there was more. We just it was time, time, time. It's, it's true. Yeah, time. but we, uh, we go through these a lot slower because we're drunk as shit. It's true. Thanks time. again for all the questions and everything. They were all really good. Thank you, everyone, for all of your input. Yes, and if you thought it would have been fun to input some stuff, uh, but you didn't get able, you weren't able to join our Discord. Yeah, because this is where it's all happening. Most of these are on uh, on just people on Discord. Yeah, there's a link in the description. Just go click it and uh, talk to us. And I know maybe you're not super tech savvy. You just like Tolkien and you have a good sense of humor. That's why you listen to our show. Obviously. But, but like, yeah, check out Discord because, um, yeah, I'm not tech savvy either. And I fucking love Discord. Discord fucking rules. 
Well, I think that was all of our categories for for this special, friends. Mm-hmm. Wow. So uh, I guess in conclusion for our 2023 holiday special, uh, we love you all. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season. The holidays are a magical time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I love holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Holidays are so cool. You got to pretend harder. This is just too (laughs) much. We've been, uh, yeah, I'm really fucked up. But let's... Uh, and a big thank you to Joe Vasky. Yeah, and thank a big, you. A big thank you to Joe Vasky. Just keeping us on task tonight and Thanks, holding... dude. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was Driving really the bus. You were the best Joe, Drew Carey since <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, who won? Oh, yeah, I think who won? probably Trevor with the extra, the extra point that I was, was giving. That was probably <gasps> it. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Uh, cool. Whose line is it anyway? That Where was really made fun. We should just back. keep playing that game. That was really fun. <laughs> that was <laughs> pretty fun. That. We're going to end the podcast and just keep doing <laughs> improv by ourselves. Yeah, we're going to do a <laughs> traveling improv troupe all over the country on vaudeville stages from here to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just take on... In one of the, in one of your improvs, you started taking on like a German accent. I don't know. You're like a German <laughs> yeah, elf. Fucking. Oh, you also, you guys also missed. He was doing the Trump hand gesture. Oh yeah. Oh, that was, that was perfect. Oh, you, yeah. you you did a lot of the yeah. body talking too. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on account of radio, you didn't get to see the wonderful body language. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, I totally, dude. I've been drinking so much. I forgot we just two minutes ago we did Trump shit. Like, oh, yeah, no. that's right. Oh no, am I gonna get canceled for my by the right wing? Oh mm. no, those surveys oh. are doing me well. I'm gonna get canceled <laughs> by the right wing. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh. oh. guys. Oh, what do we no. do? What do we do? What do I do without Jordan Peterson? <laughs> What would we do without men? Where, where would we be without men? Where would we be? Okay. Well, in conclusion, make sure you guys tune in again <laughs> in 2024 for season eight of KOT Podcast. And I don't want to be like, you know, I don't like to like, you know, talk about things that like are never going to be a thing. But, you know, <laughs> our 100th episode is in season eight. It is. And there may or may not be some really cool shit happening for 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 that. May or may not. May or may not be. So even if we might have a, we're probably going to have a shorter run leading up to that. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's going to be some really wild shit because of that. So stay tuned for that. Episode 100 and on is going to be sick. Oh my god! Do you ever think we were going to get to 100 episodes? I thought we were going to be off the air after like 30. <laughs> 30. Yeah, uh, I thought maybe 30, 31 episodes, <laughs> and then we, yeah, we look didn't. where we are now in your closet with our friends. Yeah, <laughs> pushing, <laughs> pushing triple digits, boys. We should probably go. We're probably, we probably too go. drunk for this. Well, thanks for listening to KOT Podcast, everybody. Thank you so much. This has been our 2023 holiday special. You guys make this happen every year. Thank you so much. Don't forget to uh, check us out. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Stay up to date with new episodes and rate us and leave us a review. Also, big thank you to our patrons on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash KOT podcast and subscribe to get some extra content we also do private one-time donations if that's more your speed yeah and make sure to check us out on all your social media platforms as we've mentioned before in this episode even come join our discord 
that's where we pull all the questions and everything for this very episode. So if you want to be yeah. part of next year's or just get in on all the cool stuff we get up to, KOT related, check out our Discord. We'll have a link in the description. Uh, we are also on TikTok at keep underscore on underscore Tolkien underscore podcast. You can find us on X, formerly Twitter, at KOT Podcast. We're on Facebook at official Keep On Tolkien and uh, Instagram at Keep On Tolkien Podcast. Lastly, don't forget to check out our merch store. We still got stuff going on T-Mail. That URL is keep-on-tolkien-podcast.tmail.com. And that's all I got for you guys. That's all we got for you guys. Hell yeah. Well, as always, everybody, thanks for listening. I'm Joel N. I'm Danny J. I'm Trevor D. I'm Joe Vasky. And together, we come together to form the Megazord that is... <laughs> Keep, Keep on, on Tolkien! Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Do I sound like Bing Crosby? You do. Wow. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I don't want to be like Bing Crosby. He's a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) Happy holiday. Happy Happy holidays. Signing out. Happy holidays. Oh, boy. I have a feeling some of that's going to get cut. Oh, you think? (laughs) 